Last time on the Beer and Pretzel podcast. And one of them is a really large one, a goshawk. <clears throat> Travis, do you remember this side plot? I don't think Travis was involved in that plot. Uh, that's true. That's true. I was not there. It was Brad. A goshawk in the middle of these birds kind of like leading them and they start going leaving the playground as no kids are there anymore and they start going down alleys searching you guys hide behind some dumpsters and they don't see you but they keep scouting the area at this point it's pretty much become a ghost town here people staying indoors away from these birds are randomly attacking It is the morning. You guys wake up. What would you guys like to do? You do have this. Um, Travis was able to figure anything out, but you can roll calculate or comprehend to learn more about this metal, or maybe you can take it to someone that might know more information. Um, I think we should take it to my dad since he works at the factory. Mm -hmm. Okay. So does he work at just a generic factory, or were you referring to the loop? He works at the factory. Okay, so that would be the loop. Okay. So the loop is a government base. Uh, kids, even on take your kid to work day, which is a quote from this book, are not allowed anywhere close. There's guard dogs and armed patrols outside the factory. They're basically from the loop is what is on the front of this book. Large towers that power some kind of weird like forest field inside. Okay. And you probably don't know that at the time that you couldn't get in. You were kind of hoping to go, Daddy, can you help me? You don't get anywhere close, and they turn you guys away. It's too bad, but you can't do anything. Do you have any ideas what you guys should do next? Oh, I meant uh, I wanted to talk to him, like, at home, at the oh, breakfast table before... Oh, before he goes to work. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. So, you catch him before he goes to work. Then, at that point, you guys would have been confronted and turned around. Uh, he goes, yes. No, I recognize this. This is from... I, it appears to be a... Magnetine ship. What's that? Uh, it's probably over you guys' heads. Uh, even his wife yells at him to stop treating you guys like kids. Basically like a land ship that can go on land and water, but they're mostly used on water. They go faster than a boat because we've used big magnets we put at the bottom of it that go off the force of the earth and push it above. So they now hover. Thanks to new technology, because this is the 80s. Nothing's going to get this good as the 80s. Um, and, I, uh, yeah, they can hover, but this appears to be from maybe one that broke down. Okay, um, actually, I'm going to try, um, I'm going to try and kind of interrogate him. <laughs> and what I'm going to say is, that's awesome, Dad. We were actually learning about these in school. I forgot about it, but, um, do, do you have a coworker, Dave, oh, what's his name? Dave, blah, blah, blah. He goes, there's a couple. You'll have to be more specific. Do you know anything about this Dave? Wait, Dave, that's your brother. No, the other... At, from work. Yeah, I... We are doing, I, like, I think he does something with birds or something. There's no Dave that does anything with that. Is there an, another name? I think you might be getting this name with a D in front of it wrong. I'm probably confused. Um, I think he's, like, got marital problems or something. Like, does that ring a bell? No, it doesn't ring a bell. 
I don't know. Are you talking about the spooky bird man? Yeah. Chris? No, the guy Chris told told me about at his at the factory. What was his name? <laughs> can I like? Can I do like a quack quack? Donald Duck. Donald. Donald. Dad. Yes. Oh, that Donald. Yes, uh, he left us recently. Uh, he was chasing um, Lena. Uh, Lena was a brilliant scientist that worked for us, but she uh, unfortunately was let go. But he followed her. Don't be like her. You're not a boy. You're a girl. Uh, don't chase boys the way he chases her. Very obsessive, and he quit his own job, but he had a great a great position that was going to be available to him since she was fired. But he quit to follow her, and I think he probably just has some weird little house somewhere. Uh, no wife, no kids, just him and his love for birds. Speaking of which, are you staying inside? These birds are, are so radical these days. Dad, that's really lame of you to say it radical <laughs> I'm sorry I thought that's what all the kids were saying yeah but like when you say it it's lame oh. sorry you're old he goes that's fair and he goes he gets up and he goes what's your mother's name um the dad doesn't know the mother's name <laughs> yes apparently the daughter doesn't know her name either so I'm gonna call her Marie okay he goes Marie Love you, honey. Hope there's some fresh food on the table as soon as I get home. Love you, kids. And he leaves. Bye, Dad. So, Donald Duck has an abandoned house? You were, like a creepy house? He was basically just saying he's probably at his house alone studying birds since he no longer works for the company and he was looking down upon him for leaving such a prestigious Why company. Why are there so many bird dudes here? <laughs> Because Why are there so many bird dudes in this town? It's part of the mystery. It's part of the tales. Do we know where his loop. creepy house is? I know where one creepy bird dude's house is. I don't know where the other one is. Maybe we need to go back to the creepy bird dude. All these guys are probably like in the same club or something. So like <laughs> Creepy Bird Dude Club. Creepy yes. Bird Dude Club. Let's roll. So we can skip over get into him and talk to him. I'll just need one of you guys to get a successful um charm or comprehend check and then you'll be able to squeeze some information out of him and maybe he can give you more information about where donald's house is um i'm really good at charm okay. if nobody else is i was gonna say i'm decent at charm i've got a six i do too okay i'm shit at charm um do you want to go ahead no Travis? go ahead okay i'm gonna go over and i'm gonna talk to what's this guy's name i don't even Donald Duck. No, the other guy. Chris. Christopher Boyd. Oh, Christopher. I'm going to go up to Chris, and I'm going to bat my eyelashes, and I'm going to say... Ew. Just in, in like a... Uh, okay. okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be like... I'm just a sweet kid. I'm just a sweet little kid, and I'm working on a school project. I'm supposed to interview... This guy, Donald Duck. Do you know where I can find him? He goes, you don't need to talk about Donald. Talk to me. I know birds. I used to work on NBC. Did you know that? I was on a successful program. Yeah, no. Um, so I'm going to roll my charm check. <laughs> oh, and my God. You succeed the shit out of it. three successes. And I'm going to say, we're looking for this other guy because, like, he's got... Like, he's a quack, right? We need, like, his... And you guys are in a club together. So. Well, we need his very, like, uh, wrong views. 
And then we're going to come back and we're going to interview you, interview you so we can get all the correct information. Mm, I see. He goes, okay. I, I totally believe that. Oh, thank you so much. You know who to pick. He goes, yeah. Interview that quack and come back to me. And he goes, this is what a sane man looks like. <laughs> you as know he, it, buddy. As he sits in his broken recliner surrounded by the skulls of dead birds. Radical. Is he still wearing the canary Radical. robe? He's still wearing the canary robe. With a large axe in his hands. It's by his feet now. It's oh. a little bit weirder. Yeah. And he tells you about where to go. You guys take another bus and you guys arrive at uh, Donald's house. It is a two-story yellow brick house with red roof tiles. That's an ugly combination. That's an ugly-ass house. <laughs> no woman has ever entered that house and given him actual well, advice. Only a man would pick something as horrible as that. Yeah, but he tried to get the woman to enter the house. She all but ran away. You guys go there, and it is actually unlocked, but you guys do knock for a while, and no answer. Well, we haven't had a lot of luck with bird dudes answering the door, so maybe and he's it's just... it's unlocked, so that means enter. Maybe he's just being fucking weird somewhere in the back. Could be. Like, the last guy had a very large axe, and he was yeah. walking around his house. So let's go in, and be careful. You guys go inside. The house is... Pretty much in condition like someone was living here, but it's apparently it's now been abandoned. Garbage really smells that's not been taken out. Food is still in the fridge, but it's gotten to mold. Mm -hmm. The bookshelves are filled with books about birds, neurology, animal behavior, but also about books about love, Corden, and how to make that special someone like you. Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> The living room walls have dozen framed photos of famous scientists. Uh, next to Einstein, a, a famous picture of Einstein, hangs a picture of a middle-aged woman with curly blonde hair, white clothes, and a proud gaze. On her lab coat, there's a pin with the yin and yang symbols. And in the background, there's a picture of what you guys believe to be him, as evidenced by a portrait of himself somewhere else in the background kind of staring lustfully at her. You guys look around and this place appears to be abandoned until ruff, 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 a dog jumps out and limps over. It looks like one of its legs is uh, a little bit sore, but it limps over to you guys bark at you. How do you guys handle that? I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna squeal and get down and be like, what a cute dog! Aww. So cute! The dog instantly calms down and starts licking your face. Aww, but someone who does not is a 15-year-old girl jumps out from behind a bookshelf, brandishing a knife, yelling at you guys to get out and leave her be and go, If you tell any motherfucking one, I will slit everyone. I'll slit all your throats. Chill, bitch. We're just looking for the bird dude. So I kneel down, and I hand the dog some dog food, and then I stand up. I happen to have in my pocket, and I stand up, and I happen to... You happen to have a lot of things on you. Dog food, binoculars... In well, case... those I might have taken from my dad, but yes. Okay. In case you hadn't noticed, Brad is kind of weird. I he keeps a lot of stuff Brad's on him at all times. Yeah. In particularly dog food. Okay, so you give the dog some dog food. And then I offer it to her as compensation for entering her house. She just looks at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then she looks over at Travis, who's been speaking to her. 
Keep yeah. going. What were you saying? I was just saying, chill out. We're just looking for the bird dude. She goes, so you're not here to take me home? No, we don't give a shit where you stay. We just want to find the bird dude, Donald Duck. Have some food and chill. And I handed her the dog food. She still looks kind of scared. It's kind of evidence by the way you guys look at her that she has come from a traumatic background. Also, the dog limping. Uh, she looks like she's scared of especially men. Maybe she comes from a bad place where men maybe hit her at some point. Someone's got to roll charm or empathize to uh, calm her down. Becky, you're a girl. Go empathize with her. I'm going to roll my eyes and then, yeah, I'll, I'll just like shoo the boys out of the room. I'll be like, are you okay? What's wrong? And I'm going to try and... Um, I'm really bad at empathizing, so I'm just going to try and be really nice and charm her. You do also get one extra dice for being female. Okay, cool. That just gives an extra dice. Perks of being her. in the club. Yeah, perks of being in the club. You got all those dice? There's no way you get all those dice. Uh, no, I don't. You're right. One yeah. second. I don't know how many you get. I get seven. Oh! That is all those dice. Nice. Yeah. Not a single success. Um, I'm going to push myself. Okay, sure. Uh, what would you like to mark off? Um, I'm going to mark off upset because I'm going to get really upset by the things that she tells me because I'm sure they're not very nice. Okay. Two, Two successes. successes. Okay. She calms down. She goes, she introduces herself as Stacy. She ran away from home from her abusive stepdad in Las Vegas and took a bus here and she found this place. She witnessed the man who wears a lab coat leave here and once she figured that he wasn't coming back she moved in here and she's been hiding out here ever since going to next door neighbors houses and stealing any food that she can to survive her and her dog are just gonna live here until anyone tries to come and stop her or take her away do you okay um do you know if you were watching the guy, do you know where he went? She said, I'm not sure exactly where he went, but he took some keys, but it was not for a car. He did not own a car. He took a bike and he started biking down towards the water. Some very fancy mechanical keys. Mm. You're okay now. Like you can talk to my friends. We're not going to tell anybody you're here. Okay, with that second success you got, that will calm her down enough that she considers the rest of you guys friends, too. Okay. And then I'm just going to, like, go make a sandwich for myself in the kitchen or something. All moldy bread. Oh, uh, gross. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to search the house. All uh, top to bottom, in particularly the attic or top floor of this house. So the only other things that you really find, because anything really of importance already said, is... You do see a picture of him in front of that magnetine ship, which is like a small tank, but with magnet strips on it that allows it to hover above water. And he's standing in front of it, so you piece together that the keys he probably took was for that. So he probably went down to the shore and took that out, potentially to one of the islands or somewhere else. But that's the idea you come up with, and that's the only thing else that you can find at the house of any importance. Okay. I go and inform the other two, Travis and Becky, of this. Okay. Travis, what do you like to do at this point? 
or would you like to push the scene somewhere else? Uh, I think we're going to have to say our farewells to Stacy and head back down to the beach. All right, but before we do, before we do, um, Stacy has a really cool rock chick vibe to her, and I think we should ask her to be in our band. Actually, do you guys want to see a picture of her? She looks really cool. Oh, she's gonna be our bassist. Yeah, she's our bassist. <laughs> Let's. All right, Tra- Stacy. <laughs> Travis, ask her to be in the band. Stacy, do you want to be in our band? Do you want to play bass for our band, Talking Pigeons? Uh, I don't know how to play bass. You can learn. It's not like we don't have a drummer yet. But we have a roadie. What does he do then? Brad's a roadie. He's really good at tuning my guitar. And his light shows, you would not believe. His light shows are baller. Yeah, if uh, Matt, pointing to the dog, if he can join too, this band, we'll both join. Hell yeah, Matt can be in the band. What you are know, his skills? Dude, <laughs> like we're at, we're at a scientist's house and there's a dog. We could be like, Schrodinger's dogs. Becky, why are you so good at coming up with names? I know, right? It's great. She's so good. What are his skills? I point to the dog. Brad, shut up. The dog's in the band. It's our new mascot. <laughs> Screw the pigeon. It's the dog. How many names will you guys go through today? All of them. Three. <laughs> at least. What's the new name? Schrodinger's dogs. I love it. I gotta write that one down. Hurry back to the van, the VW bus, and I start printing up flyers for the Schrodinger's dogs. <laughs> Very quickly. Do you quickly. have a printer? Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Fine, I hand draw there you go. <laughs> the Schrodinger's dogs flyers. I love that. Okay. He's, he's got the skill set for it. He is a very good roadie. He is. Uh, what is the date for this concert that is going to go out? There's no date. It's just the Schrodinger's dogs. Oh, so it's just an announcement of their name? Yes. The the official band name. We have to oh, keep okay. the fans up to date. Yeah, I remember, see. I've done this like three times now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You were like, wow, there's a lot of upstart bands just coming in. First started with what? Death Circle Cults? Blood Cult Circle. Yeah. Then Talking Pigeons. And now Schrodinger's dogs. Yeah, Schrodinger's Love dogs. It. Okay. She says that she's going to meet you later at the van. You guys give her an idea of where to go. She's going to pack up her things. And if she's okay with it, or if you guys are okay with it, I mean, she might hang out at the van a little bit more to hide away. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice. You guys have... Oh, my God. If Karina joins for future (gasps) missions... She needs to be Stacy. She can be Stacy. That's great. Yes. Anyway... You guys go down, take your skateboard and your big wheeler, and you guys make it down to the water. I assume you guys are going to go out to try to find him taking his uh, ship, but how do you guys go out there? Do you guys want to take the same rowboat, or what do you guys want to do? We're going to borrow. Because I told my friend Brad that we can borrow that rowboat anytime we want. It's my friend's. If we're trying to catch this land ship, whatever it is, that goes real fast, I think we need an upgrade. Yeah, your friends also have a have a faster boat, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, Got a lot of friends. Sure, guys, I'll find a faster boat from my friend. All right, you have to roll force to get into one of the crappier electric boats, and uh, I don't know, break open the engine so you can hotwire it or something. I don't know how you would do it. You're, you're rolling force. So, 
Better get used to it. Uh, no successes, though. Nope. Would you like to push it? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to push it. Okay. That's fine. Because I looked really hard. Ooh, no that's successes. Sad. Yeah. All right. You come back to a group empty handed and exhausted. Brad, how do you react that the friend didn't give you guys a vote? Your friends can't be nice all the time. Yeah, that's I fair. understand. The boss, the boss is going through some things. Mm. <sighs> it's kind of sad. I was kind of hoping to drive a boat, but you know what? I can live with it. Let's take the rowboat. The rowboat? That's all we have. For those who are operating the rowboat, you're going to have to gain the condition exhausted. So two of you guys will have to gain the condition exhausted. What if you're already exhausted? Uh, You'll have to mark another condition. All right. I'll I'll row this time. Okay. Look at Becky finally being useful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm offended for her. You guys get closer to... Almost it's Stalin's Island. It's not that. Uh, Statham's Island. Uh, what was its name of it? Uh, what was it called? Sentinel Island. You guys go out to Sentinel Island, and you guys found a broken magnetrine ship, which, uh, for you guys, if you guys can see, this is what it looks like. So basically, like I said, it's kind of like a land tank with magnets on the front of it that kind of propel it above water, except it is crashed into a large boulder actually actually maybe not boulder island but a large boulder that's in the water and yeah it is partially sunk but you guys see a lot of birds kind of going around it and going inside and just going around uh but you don't see any that are going towards you guys yet what would you guys like to do or the approach of how you guys like to approach it i wonder if there's like the magnetism from the boat is messing with the birds. So we should destroy the boat? Let's go see what's on the boat first. Maybe? There's a lot of birds there. That's going to draw attention. There's not so much that it's impossible for you guys to sneak on. I never said it was impossible. I'm mm-hmm. saying it's going to be a pain in the ass. Yes. No, that's fair. <laughs> but so, also going to the island is going to be a pain in the ass. So what do we want to do? Sounds like it's going to be a pain in the ass. I feel like... It's very much going to be a pain in the ass. Travis, you're the band leader. What do you want to do? I want to move on to the boat. You guys could either try to be bold and hope that they don't attack you and just go on and you guys won't have to roll or you guys can all roll sneak, whatever you guys would like. What if we, since we're in like a crappy wooden rowboat, what if we just kind of like get out of it and flip it upside down and like... Do the Pirates of the Caribbean thing? Yeah, absolutely. Except no, because I don't know what that is because it's not out yet. (laughs) What? The Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not a movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the 80s. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so we're ripping off a movie we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. So that can get you guys close to it, but the sneak is mostly for getting onto the boat. Okay. So you guys can pull the Pirates of the Caribbean move of flipping the boat and going underneath it to get close. That would make sense. You guys can avoid getting attacked by the birds. Let's say that's what happened. You get a free sneak attack or sneak uh, success there, but you guys are gonna have to do a sneak or move check to sneak onto the boat without being seen by them. Okay, and that will help you guys investigate. I'll do a move check. Move, okay, yeah, and then just uh, yeah, just roll. Two successes. Nice. Okay, you so- sneak and you're able to do a little bit of investigating with that roll. Nice. Right. Uh, Brad's gonna do a sneak. What does being upset do again? Upset is just a never negative one. So, number of guys, including Travis, that because you guys have conditions, you guys gotta lose a dice. And I 
failed. Um, I'm going to injure myself trying to succeed. Oh, okay. I also fail. Would you like to push? I got two. Why not? We will push. In what condition are you going to mark off afterwards? Scared. Scared. These birds are scaring me shitless. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a scaredy cat. <laughs> he's a bit of a scaredy cat. Um, I re-injured my leg. Oh, yeah. I tore yeah. the wound open. Oh, no. That's sad. Yeah. Blood everywhere. No successes. That's a shame. Okay. You guys stick to the shadows, and our awkward little friend, Brad, <laughs> goes into the boat but trips over a wire and stumbles into the main uh, storage room or the main just large uh, – the bridge is what this says. You stumble into the bridge and just fall in the middle, and you look up, and you see who appears to be Donald – Long blonde hair and a ponytail, peach fuzz on his face, uh, acne all over him, and wears a lab coat. And he's looking down at you, uh, spectacles on. Behind him, a large machine. A machine that starts whirling and twirling. And you see on his shoulders are a couple birds, one of which is turned around. Let's say it's a blue jay. And it has its head bent down, and he has like an S, equivalent to an SD card pushed into the back of its head. And there's some kind of like magnetic thing that allows him to put some kind of like little microchip inside it. This is the final boss. This is, you guys have found Donald, who for whatever reason, which you guys will hopefully figure out later or in a different mission in the future, has been turning these birds into these killing machines. We already know why. It's his, for his unequated love. Yeah, perhaps. So now we're going to be introducing, this was to be the first for you guys, this is going to be considered an extended trouble. So usually in this game, you roll sometimes just one of you guys, one dice roll if you succeed, then you guys pass. Because this is equivalent of a boss fight. What we do is we double the amount of players, so that's going to be six points. So you guys need to get six total successes. So that's six sixes and we're going to take turns going from each of you guys go down and you guys this doesn't necessarily have to be a combat sure you can roll force to wrestle him to the ground but you can also try to roll calm to convince him of the error of his ways you guys can try to roll sneak to go up to his machine and try to break it that would be mostly just for the guys in the shadow you can just kind of let me know what you want to roll and how it pertains to stopping him physically mentally socially and once you guys six get six successes you guys win right. so let's start with the guy who kind of gave things away which is going to be travis i'm going to try to empathize with him i'm, I'm yep. going to try to appeal to his human nature and tell him that what he's doing is wrong makes sense tell him to stop being a simp yes i'm going to tell him physically to stop being a simp okay despite the fact that's a phrase used in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm going to tell him. That sounds extremely sympathetic of you, Travis. I mean, Bradley. <laughs> Don't be a simp. And I dropped a dice. Oh, well. How do you... You have a rolling thing. How do you drop him out of it? He because I can't it. reach it. One of those was a six, but I think he got knocked and is no longer a six. I got two successes. All right, that knocks two points off it. Okay. Uh, yeah, you start reasoning with him, and he's babbling on about how she's the smartest woman in the world, a genius. One day she's going to get a Nobel Prize, and he's just trying to impress her, and she want, he wants her to take him back. What would you like to do, Becky? 
All right. Uh, while he's blubbering, I'm just undoing my belt, which is a chain, and I'm. Of course, I've, you got chained for a belt. I've had enough of this. I'm just like winding it up, and I'm like swinging <laughs> it around, and I'm just gonna like aim for like the birds on his shoulders. And if I hit him in the head, I don't really care. Like I'm done with this. I'm just like negotiation is over. Yeah, like, I don't. Empathy is out the window. Just hit him, and I um fail. Well, in this, you have to push yourself. Okay. I'll take the broken. Uh, so my... Broken has to be the last one. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to take scared. Like, I really hate birds. You have no idea how much I hate birds. And I really just need this day to be done. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough last couple of days. And also, if you're a brother, that's been weird. I'm excited for future adventures we're going to play of this game to unravel more of the mysteries that's going on. And no successes. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Okay. So, with that, uh, yeah. We're going to Becky. I'm sorry. Travis. Sorry. Um, so, I'm still in the shadows. So, I'm going to try to sneak over and just, like, bust this machine. Because it looks spooky. And I don't like things that look spooky. No, that's fair. What do you bust it open with? So, I mean, we're on a boat. So, there's got to be some sort of fire safety axe or extinguisher available right yeah there's something like that there's probably like a lead pipe that you can use probably a fire extinguisher though an old one they can use to crack it open maybe yeah when did you do that sure if then start thinking brad about what your next one is gonna be because we're gonna go back to you i got a success okay good another success three down the guy just turns around and he's like what the as he sees you guys, his friend, uh, Becky in the back, cracking her uh, chain whip. <laughs> but she's so scared that she's, like, missing completely. I try to sneak up on him and tackle him to the ground. Sure. That sounds good. <laughs> I love that we're bamboozling this dork. Yeah. Look, he's a simp. He understands he's a simp. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, remember to take out every... Dice for your conditions. No successes. All right, you have to mark off a condition, and then you got to re-roll. And you only take the condition penalty for next roll, not now. You know, I'm a bit upset. Like, this guy's not listening to me, and he's, <laughs> he's kind of avoiding me. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit upset about that. I really want to tackle this guy. I am going to be upset if I don't attack him. Still no successes. Uh-oh. Still upset. Yeah, that's not good. Very upset. Becky. Okay, so, like, I'm embarrassed and terrified, and everything is awful. So I'm just going to, like, dive behind, like, a computer terminal or some electronics. I don't know what it is. I'm not a computer geek. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to smoke one of my lucky cigarettes. <laughs> um, And while I'm doing that, I'm just, like... I'm going to look around. Is there anything flammable near me? There is. Cool. There's that fire extinguisher. There is fire multiple wires. Fire are not flammable. They're the least flammable thing on Earth. <laughs> I'm just going right, to... There's the wires. All right. I'm going to, like, try... Slightly and, less flammable. I'm going to try and, like, use force to yank out a bunch of the wires, and I'm just going to, like... Um, oh, I like it. Light them on fire with my lighter. Brad, remember then this game, one thing that we haven't talked about is if you guys use your signature item, you guys get plus two dice. And Brad knows he's lost a lot of conditions. He's lost a lot of dice. Oh, so I get two more dice? Thank you. I appreciate that. If you can use in the story and it makes sense. No, I, you said I get two dice. What? You said Brad gets two more dice. God damn it. <laughs> Becky gets more. Okay, so I should be rolling eight for force. 
but I have minus four, so it's four. But I'm using my lighter, so it's six. Correct, yes. yeah. Oh, you get really eight, nice. And I did get a success. Oh, good. Okay, that is our four out of six points. Was it fourth or third? Uh, That's our fourth. Yeah, I did fourth. the third okay. one. All right, you light it up, and that machine hopefully soon is going to blow. We're going around now to Travis. All right, so I, I had some success with the yeah. fire extinguisher, but there's nothing more punk rock than breaking your guitar on the thing. That is pretty punk. So I'm going to use my electric guitar, which I always have with me, to smash this machine, and that is a success. All right, good. You go over to the machine, and you keep smashing it, smashing it, smashing. And you're sweating, and you just want this horrible day's days to end. You want the birds to stop attacking people. All your friends and family are scared. You look at this machine, less of a machine, as like a monster construct. You keep hitting it with the fire extinguisher going, Are you ready for a beatdown? <laughs> as yeah. you it's a guitar, it. but not a fire extinguisher. Oh, sorry. The... You're really hooked on this fire extinguisher thing. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> smash, dedication. smash, smash. And you crack your uh, guitar over it. It cracks in half, but you do in the most badass way possible. And the machine is about to blow up as you scatter off and you're about to jump out of the boat. Provide that our friend uh, Brad can finish this off. You guys don't have to really worry about the machine. You broke it. It shattered. It's about to blow up. It's not going to explode the whole boat. But yeah, you're trying to get out of there. What would you like to do to finish this off? I'd like... To roll investigate. I want to figure out how this machine works. Oh, okay. It's a good time for that. <laughs> sure. After I just smash my guitar on it. It'd be, it'd be funny if well, Brad just finds open. like the off button or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's open now, so you know I might as well. And that is actually one success, surprisingly enough. All right, uh, you investigate it before it goes up, and. I'm going to have to make something up because I didn't know you were going to ask about how it's made. It doesn't say how it's made. I want to know how it works. I want to know where the off button is. Oh, that's more. You do find a big cord that connects to the main uh, I engine. I pull that fucking cord you like yank a it off. bastard. Yeah. And the sa- little mini satellite that was on top stops whirling and it stops. And all the birds, they go from basically robotic puppets to actual birds. Just dumb birds. And... <laughs> They stop hanging around him. They start flying away because they're scared. And he falls to his knees and goes, No! And even though you unplugged it, it doesn't matter if he plugs it back in. Becky already broke the thing. And he is defeated. Great job, guys. You guys have defeated him. And you guys have beat the mission uh, Summer Break and Killer Birds. Uh, how we're going to wrap up this session is with the after the showdown and the final aftermath stage. So after the showdown, you guys were able to stop him. He never admits to what he did. He's You guys just leave him in sorrow. No adults really believe you guys, so you guys can't bring him to prison. But his days of uh, harming and scaring and terrorizing this city are over. So, great job, guys. You guys just leave him on the boat. You guys are not sure what he's going to do with himself next, but his days of terrorizing the area is done. And you guys are able to go back home to rest after that 
long journey. You guys exhausted yourself mentally and physically. He doesn't admit anything about his love that he did all this for. He pretty much just shuts up and he goes into self-exile, never to be seen again by any of the locals, including yourselves. The aftermath. And this is for all missions. The kids get one final scene from their everyday life. With or without trouble. The player may choose a scene or ask the game master to come up with a scene. So, I would like to set a last scene for you guys. Going from uh, Brad and then going around the table. Everything has gone relatively back to normal. There's still stories of werewolves and masked men and dream eaters but that's for another day for right now you guys solve the mystery while no one else is going to acknowledge it for you guys that's enough how does this day end for you so it builds up a little bit of confidence and for the first time in probably about three almost four years now i decide not to army crawl across the floor in my living room i decided to stand up and walk across and actually interact with my mother and father. Oh, look at that. What an arc. I love it. Do you get hit in the head by a flying beer can? Two. <laughs> but we won't go into that. What we will go into is that I got recognized. You I had was, the courage to stand up. I was up. a human being for two seconds. Oh my god. Nice. That's nice. A nice kind of wholesome ending for this chapter for your character. Just forget about the beer cans. We'll call it good. I'm going to take my brother Dave out to the pizza place and we're gonna just try and like have a normal kids night out getting pizza playing uh, Miss Pac-Man in the pizza place uh, drinking soda staying out late that's nice does yeah I'm just trying to hang out with Dave hope everything's back to normal he does seem a little bit off he's not the same Dave you know for now, that's kind of a good thing. He's not as much of an asshole. You guys do get some nice sibling time, but things are definitely a little bit off. Mm. Hopefully, by the fall, things will get back to normal. That was that's nice. Now let's go around to our final character, Travis. So I'm gonna stop by the local music store and hang out with my friend who works there, Axel. He's the chillest, illest guitar player around. And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna show him my broken electric guitar and tell him how punk as fuck it was that I broke it on the machine that was making the birds crazy and maybe ask him to help me fix it. <laughs> and as we leave the set and the camera starts uh, pulling away, we see Axel taking your guitar, kinda working on it. The camera sees keeps going up into like kind of like a I don't know, bird's eye view we see becky down at the pizza parlor playing pac-man with her brother and brad's over there back with his parents and while not everything's perfect back to home now you have changed into a more not honorable but someone who has more courage to him you have changed for the better a lot of weird things happened today but i think you guys all changed for the best and uh yeah that was our session of tales from the loop thanks for listening and if you guys enjoyed this let us know and i think you guys will hear from this group of kids again in the fall for the next adventure i guess i will briefly tease unless it's a dead giveaway of the next session uh the next adventure 
in this series is just called Grown Up Attraction. That is the fall session. Thanks for listening, and we're going to hear from you guys next time on the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. Oh,